or anything, you know, I'd rather be out fishing than be at work is, is, is the pretty good statement there. Hey, that is the way to live life. That is I a know. smart man right there. Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Our kids are worthy. They are strong. They are confident. Whoa, that scared at me. Oh, God. All around, we're always in this together. You just can't let stuff get to you. You, you have to keep yourself positive. To know that there's an outlet for them to be able to participate and feel confident and feel strong. Greatness comes from failure. Greatness doesn't come from repeated just success. But with the support that we get from the community and the torch runners, it really comes from their hearts that makes it real rewarding for us. Let's all stay interactive and let's stay so connected. That's right. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're catching this podcast. I'm Chris Darnell. And I'm Everett King. And I'm Sean Lindsay. And this is episode 74 of Welcome to the Revolution. And it's the East Region Takeover Week. And we have a lot of things to discuss and talk about happening in the East Region. Um, but first, um, let's talk about some exciting things that happened over the weekend. One of them is going to be that uh, Texas A&M beat Alabama. And I said that right when AJ jumps on the call. So it feels good to have that timing to say that Texas A&M <laughs> beat Alabama. Uh, this feels so good. Notice she's quiet and not <laughs> anything. Because... Yeah, I, I I'll just say Those roll tide. Got, Those tides got what? rolled out of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good game on Saturday. It was. And fans it was a great were like game. on the field at Kyle Field. It was crazy. Yes. Yeah. Crazy environment. Crazy to watch on TV. A good game all around. But I just had to point that out right at the beginning. Right at the beginning. Just had to get that out of the way. But no, in all seriousness, we have a ton to talk about today. One of them uh, being, um, Sean knows it a little better than me. He may know the title a little more than me, um, but the Young Professional Board. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Young Perfect. Professional Board. Perfect. That's one of our main topics for today. Uh, and so AJ, Aaron, and Sean are going to kind of talk through that with us um, here at the beginning. So for our listeners, what is the Young Professional Board? Yes. So the Young Professional Board, um, we kind of started the building of it and kind of the ideas behind it about a year ago. And it just, we just had our kickoff last week. It was really, really exciting. So what we are doing with this Young Professional Board is, is working to create the leaders of Special Olympics Texas, the next generation that will come in and be the volunteers, the coaches, the leaders on the games management teams, really owning and taking a stake in what the future of Special Olympics Texas is going to look like. And one of the main goals of this young professional board is for these individuals to grow their careers and really have an impact on uh, their companies, their organizations, and bring Special Olympics along with them. So they not only grow within their chosen fields, but they can also grow with Special Olympics and really 
build on that passion that they have for our athletes and our organization at a young age, learn how to uh, get involved in development and corporate giving and fundraising, as well as volunteering and coaching and getting to know our athletes. For example, Sean Lindsay is actually on the Houston Young Professionals Board. So getting to work side by side with our athletes and have a real impact on the future of the organization uh, that's that's what this young professional board is all about. So we're really excited that we had our kickoff last week and we can't wait to get these going. Uh, we do have one in Houston, one in Dallas, one in Austin and San Antonio, and hopefully we can continue to grow from there. But we are very, very, very excited about it. So when we say young professional board, what uh, what kind of age demographic are we looking at uh, on these? So right now it's a pretty pretty wide range, but we're looking for any young professionals. Um, we, we say between uh, 23 and 39, but really anyone that is looking to build and grow their network. So anyone who's just out of college or who's in grad school that really has a passion for Special Olympics. Uh, we're not sticking too, too firm to those age ranges just because we know that different people are at different stages of um their, their careers, and we want to open the door and embrace anybody uh, within that age range or around that age range, uh, but really anyone that's looking to really start to grow their networks, build their networks, and have an impact on our organization um, in, in that type of way. So, Sean, what do you uh, hope and expect to bring to the Houston Young Professional Board? Yes, so um, um, my, um, my experience with um, – the athletes, um, my experience with the athletes, and 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 helping helping fundraise um, uh, across the Houston area, and I'm excited to be part of this organization to help strengthen Special Olympics, Texas. Well, you know, I think you're going to do a great job at that, uh, Sean, being on this board. You took Thank the word you. right out of my mouth because I was going to say, you know, with with all the athletes, uh, especially our apps leaders um, that could be doing this, um, they they uh, got the right person. So the young professional board, they, they sound like really, really cool concepts and something that's really, I think, going to take off here because it just gives people another avenue to join the organization um, and be a part of Special Olympics. So, I mean, how... Have they grown? I mean, I know it's brand new. Do we have any, you know, major people coming on board yet? Um, you know, what, what are they looking like right now? So right now, our um, statewide board of directors have done a great job of helping us recruit some. So, for example, Suzanne is the chair of the board. She's with Coca-Cola and South, Southwest, ugh, Southwest Beverages. Um, she's brought somebody from her company on board to the Houston uh, YPB. Um, it, we've done a really good job of really making sure we have a diverse group of people who have different ideas, different backgrounds, um, going in different directions with their careers that can really contribute to uh, the Young Professional Board. And honestly, it's really anybody who's like-minded and wants to have an impact on the organization. So our board of directors have done a great job of spreading the word. Um, we've been using social media. We've been using networking events. Um, 
people who are using their own network saying some one of my friends loves Special Olympics. Can I bring them along to a meeting as well? So it's growing by word of mouth. It's growing by social media. And we're looking pretty good in, in most of the cities. So I guess anyone listening, if you are interested or you know anyone that is interested, um, they can have as much or as little uh, experience with Special Olympics. But really just a passion for our organization and a passion for our athletes. So we are, um, we, we keep rolling uh, applications and we are a wide open uh, group. There, there are some criteria to be part of the Young Professional Board, which um, obviously, you know, we can, we can talk a little bit more about um, individually with, with applicants, but uh, there is a lot of information on the website, sotx.org YPB. So definitely, ha- definitely uh, spread the word and take a look at it. And we're going to just continue to grow each of these cities um, to really have that impact that we want to have on our athletes. Now, I mean, we talk about each city having, you know, major cities, Houston and Dallas and uh, places like that having their own young professional board. Will these boards in the future come together as, you know, like a whole group to kind of discuss what things look like at a statewide level? Or are they going to kind of keep regional? Yeah, absolutely. So each of the boards has an executive leadership team. So they've got four uh, chairs that have different roles within the board. And our goal is to bring each of these executive teams to kind of be spokespeople for their cities together um, fairly regularly. So that way they can idea share, brainstorm, um, come up with different ideas on a statewide level. Um, But yes, we do eventually want to bring everybody together because you look at each city and each city has a different identity, has a different, you know, passion, a different direction they're going, different emphasis on the companies and the organizations that are in these cities. So yes, they're individual and identity and the way that they're going to be approaching their young professional board. But like you said, we are, you know, Special Olympics Texas, and they're going to be representing Special Olympics Texas. So we definitely want to make sure we bring everybody together uh, so they can kind of get a vision of what the organization looks like statewide. Um, But we're going to really rely on those executive teams to keep that regular communication. And then obviously making sure that everybody's connected. And I think Sean can can back me up here, but the statewide, everybody got to meet each other. Uh, We did a virtual Zoom call and uh, every city was on there. We had staff members on there. Um, So everyone kind of got to see each other's faces and, and get to know each other. And, you know, our generation, we love social media and LinkedIn, especially. So everybody's been connecting back and forth, um, making sure that they're keeping in touch. So yes, we have a statewide vision, um, but we are also, you know, those cities are going to, going to take the bull by the horn and run with it. Yeah. It seems, yeah, it seems that that social media is the path to involve more people with the passion for, um, SOTX. It, I feel we can help each other with uh, each other, uh, each other's ideas. Yeah, and you know, you're right, right there, Sean. Uh, definitely right on that. But you know, what I like about this is, you know, we've said this many of times, you know, about our leadership uh, for our athletes. Um, we've been looking to find a way to get those younger, those younger athletes, those younger individuals involved. And it sounds like this is something that, you know, we're not just talking about, we are doing. And um, I'm hoping that this doesn't just spread just here in Texas. I think this is something, AJ, that 
uh, would be awesome to bring along with, you know, that little group that that we're we're associated with, you know, the Texas and Africa group and have some of these individuals be able to go and do some of this good stuff. Absolutely. And I do have to give credit to Special Olympics Tennessee, Special Olympics Colorado. Um, they worked closely with us, uh, their, their staff members. We picked their brains because they do have successful boards in Nashville and in Denver. So uh, the chair for the board up in Dallas actually came from us, from the YPD in Denver. So we, you know, just on a national level, we've even been collaborating on this. But Everett, like you said, uh, these young professional bo board members can have an impact globally, which is so exciting to see that, you know, we have that future right here in Texas. That's awesome. And, you know, I, I love the fact, Chris, that, you know, this is not just something we're doing. It's something that, you know, another state has uh, implemented and they're willing to share and, you know, just get it out there for our uh our young ones, you know, once again, inclusion, getting them included in doing things. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it goes back to everything. We all we always share ideas with other programs from around the country and around the world, like you were talking about us having a partnership with SO Africa and, you know, just sharing ideas and not just holding something to us when it works well, sharing it with everybody so they can have the same success. So um, AJ, Aaron or Lindsay, I'll kind of throw this out to, to any of y'all. Why is it so important? Um, that we start these boards and we start getting the communities, you know, in these bigger cities that maybe spread out to other cities. Why is it so important that we get this started to have these young professionals jump on board with us? Let's see. You go first, AJ. Oh, go ahead, Sean. Yeah, oh, I'll go first. Okay. So having the, having a network um, is um, is very um, important um, to 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 uh, today. Yes. So. Having a network is very important to us today. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sean said, having a network is really important. But when you look at the fact that this organization is over 50 years old, right, it's a young organization and there's so much more ahead in our future and making sure that we can um, start that passion for Special Olympics and really engage young professionals right now as they're building their careers. They can bring the organization along with them as they start to excel and, and succeed in their lives and their careers. And so having that passion, I mean, I can speak having been involved with Special Olympics my whole life, having that passion from a young age and, and really being able to bring that with you is huge. So by the time that they're ready to retire, um, they've, they've already been involved with Special Olympics their whole lives. So it's really definitely important for the future of the organization, both in the state and nationally, that we really continue to engage young professionals and, and the, the new generation, right? The new generation that's gone through the Unified Champion Schools programs that have gone through uh, the, the unified generation, that they have a stake and an impact in the future of Special Olympics and Special Olympics Texas especially. So I definitely think it's really important that we continue to inspire and empower um, the younger, newer generations to, to build that passion and, and help grow the organization. That's awesome looking at things like that. It's kind of like like when we talk about like an education, like scaffolding, almost, you know, they start with the UCS program when they're in, you know, elementary, middle school and high school, then jump into the SO college world when they get into a college. And then, you know, sometimes, I mean, you know, some things that, you know, oh, I'm, I'm done with college, I'm done with all that school stuff. So it ends after that. But then to come to find out they start a job at 
some company or organization and there's a young professional board with special olympics and so it never ends so that's that's kind of a cool path to kind of see that we're building here in texas well you know if i can talk and not sound like a frog um yeah um excuse me yeah i mean but you know in all actuality that's the way you want it to be right you want to start at the bottom and work your way up because you know we've we've seen that if you start with the high schools and then go into esso college you know we're still waiting like five or six years until the next generation can get into that so you know hitting it young and getting it started in elementary and you know then it evolves into the middle school and then high school and and college i mean you know this is the right avenue to take and you know i'm just amazed uh of all the good stuff that that uh is going on yeah once and like you both said it is go ahead chris no 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 no. you you were gonna make a better point i think you you sounded like (laughs) you were gonna make a better point than me there (laughs) well when you look at the progression right so in elementary school you're exposed to unified in middle school you kind of grow with it high school you're living unified college come on that's just unified in and of itself and then once you get to the young professional board now you're being exposed to what it what a nonprofit is, right? It's we we need those sponsors, we need those donors, we need those corporate and and uh, connections and networking, and that's what this young professional board is starting to learn, and that's what we're trying to um, embrace because they're now in the workforce, they're now in a position where they could impact the organization financially. So that's one of the I mean every every step you go through with this organization, you kind of continue to grow and continue to grow. So once you leave college, we're trying to help these young professionals board members understand that nonprofits need that need those donors need those sponsors so actually one of the requirements is that um, they find a way to donate a minimum dollar amount each year whether that's them donating themselves having their company donate having in-kind donations um, they do have to meet that number by the end of the year so that way we can kind of instill in them that we are a nonprofit we do require financial backing and so it's just another step in the learning experience of what a nonprofit is and and how we build how we grow how how we really become successful. So I I think you hit the nail on the head when you say it's just another way to continue to involve, um, you know, people who've gone through elementary, middle, high school, college, UCS, but also to to grow the network of those that haven't. So maybe they can go back to their alma maters and say, hey, you should be doing UCS, Um, really allowing them to have that type of impact on our organization. Yeah, definitely. Like once this program and once this board, you know, gets solidified in each of these areas and keeps growing, I think it's going to be a great tool for us here at Special Olympics Texas, and it's going to be a great opportunity for those coming into the workforce and those who have been in the workforce and you know maybe want to get involved. This is a way that they can definitely get involved. And like you said, going back to those alma maters, uh, you know, your colleges and your high schools and your other schools, to use them as a tool of why you should get involved with UCS and why you should you know, get involved with everything that happens on your campuses and stuff like that and why it's so important to be part of this world. It's just it's just another tool in our tool belt that we can use here at Special Olympics Texas to keep growing, um, you know, for the next 50 years that we're going to be here and even further. So it's a really, really cool tool for us. Do, 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 do. Oh, no. Oh, breaking news. Breaking oh, no. news. I don't know if you've heard, but this weekend, UT dropped the ball. 
<laughs> they dropped the ball. They Literally. had Literally. a humongous lead in the first quarter, but end up losing to OU in the Cotton Bowl. I'm Sad sorry, day. UT fans. I'm sorry. I mean, with us being in Texas, I guess that was supposed to be breaking news, but I don't know how many people really are disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> On this call, not many. Not many people. <laughs> yes, and and also um, this past week, it was the TCU and Texas Tech game about the SO colleges. Um, so I know TCU beat Tech, so that's thumbs yeah. up. So, yes. I was trying to be nice. I was going to save that for the end, but you're right. It is a battle of the SO colleges, and TCU went up to Tech and just dominated them on homecoming. Man. Yes. Man, oh, man. I didn't watch that game. Was it really a domination? Yeah, I, it, it was a domination, yeah. I, I was I was rooting for both because I got a couple of kids that I've coached that are playing uh, for Tech. So I was kind of – you know, I was rooting for TCU, but rooting for Tech, and yeah, it just it wasn't a good thing for I, him. I was rooting for Tech. Go, wreck them. Yeah, see, <laughs> they got wrecked. They they got wrecked. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> man. And speaking of wreck, the man, the myth, the legend, the legend, Mr. Tank has joined on with us. Tank, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. Thanks for jumping on. We just we were just talking about football there for a second. Um, a lot of exciting things happening in football, but let's talk about what's going on in the East region coming up. Because I know that Sean, there are a lot of exciting events, competitions, and activities coming up here shortly. Yes, we have some. Uh, let's see what's coming up. The fishing tournament, which is happening down in Galveston at the. Sea Scouts based on Saturday, October 23rd. Um, it's going to be so much fun. First ever fishing tournament. Um, it, it's it's going to be a blast for the athletes to see. And yeah. And also, um, let's see. And also on the Coco Cola classes, it's going to be scheduled for Monday, November 8th. Um, um, and at the Woodlands Country Club in the Woodlands, and um, and also it, it it's gonna be a blast. Um, I think this is year number sixteen for them, but we're but this year it, it, for the golf tournament it is gonna be a blast. The Woodlands is a beautiful course. I know in spare the Invitational um, is where the Woodlands Country Club is. Okay, and then. Um, let's see, competition-wise, we have our golf tournament for the East Region on October 25th. That's a Monday at Windwells Country Club in, in spring. Um, and also Saturday, October 30th um, um, at, in, down in Palin for the softball and bocce tournament um, down, down in Palin at Shadow Creek Sports Complex Center. And also... In December, um, December second, so December second will be our fourth annual Breakfast of Champions at, at Bayou Event Center near Energy Park. I'm gonna be co-hosting with Daniel Gutierrez from KHOU Channel Eleven, um, and I have never been to an in-person Breakfast of Champions. I saw it once in San Antonio. 
but never been part of it. But this is so exciting for me. Um, uh, uh, so this is so exciting for me as well. I know Tank was part of it last year. Um, for his golf coat for, for the champions. Um, when um, you want to say anything about it, Tank from last year when you and Greg Bailey spoke? Uh, yeah, I mean it was a great, a great experience. I mean I keep in touch with him on Twitter quite a bit. And let him know what what my update is going on in Special Olympics. Uh, yeah, I mean the interview was great. Um, he asked me about what sports I do and you know, you know having a big platform and everything. You know I love Greg Bailey. He's such a nice guy. I mean he's. You know, I love him as a friend, and I'm grateful to share my story with him and for everyone. And it was a great experience, and I enjoyed it. And I do keep him in touch quite a bit. That's, that sounds awesome. Um, let's see what else. Um, and you know, all this calendar here to the end of the year. Um, well, the Bradford Champions will be December second. Also, um, and also, um, and and highlights from the the. My brain's thinking him. The, the highlights the um heroes for the um for the for our um co for our, our community as well. So um let's see what I think that's all we have for our upcoming events as well for the east. We have our east east region question, which is in November, along with volleyball and bowling, um and and the flag football competition as well um so yes um that is all we have for the east um for is there anything else we want to add aj or aaron no sean i think you got all of the stuff that's uh coming up in the east region i do think there's one neat thing to highlight is our uh, special mix north america has a partnership with united airlines and united has uh, decided to use houston and hire six of our athletes so they went through a whole interview process they did a, a walkthrough at the airport and it was really successful and those six athletes will be actually starting next week so we're going to have a huge welcome celebration for them at the airport um, and it's just a really neat way that our partners are kind of taking the extra step to inclusion in the workplace. So it's it's really neat that Houston is one of the three cities in the country that is part of this uh, employment partnership. So it's uh, started up in Chicago and Denver and Houston uh, both have their athletes being hired uh, and starting this month. So something that's that's something additional that's really exciting in our region as well. So stay tuned to any social media. I know Chris is putting together a video for it um but it's it's a neat neat thing that we have going on here in houston yeah definitely a lot of ton of stuff and the cool thing about united and the cool thing about you know editing and things like that for us it's it's tomorrow afternoon that that video will premiere about the united airlines but for you listening that was yesterday so it's already out there if you haven't seen it on our youtube channel or facebook it's there for you to see so go out and uh, go watch it if you haven't seen it yet, because it is a uh, it's a great video highlighting what United has done for our athletes and what our athletes have accomplished down there. Because they had to go through, uh, like AJ said, an entire process um, to be offered uh, positions at United, and you get to see the six that did get offered, um, their reactions and and what they went through to get that. So it's going to be awesome to see. And like you said, a lot of ton of stuff happening. Are there any? You know, I know we have some golfers out there. Are there any avid fishers? fisherman on this call no oh no. you know what i know a sport that drives faster than paint 
What? And faster than me watching paint dry for golf fishing. Oh. Not now, ever. I can't say that. I mean, when you're just like at a lake and you're sitting there for hours trying to catch something, yeah. But when you're out there on the coast, now I have fun with that because you get to see all kinds of good stuff. So, yeah. yeah I mean, I can be a fisher if a fisherman when I'm in the mood, but I, I get <laughs> bored. I mean, yeah. it's kind of like, it's, I mean, golf is fun, except for, you know, I don't, I don't get the ball over three feet in the air. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> so Everett, you're just, you're just not a solo sports guy. No, if I'm you're a by team, yourself. You're not about it. I'm a team. I'm a team type of cat. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't know though. This fishing tournament, we've got we've got awards. They've got fish classes, trying to catch the biggest fish, the what? most fish. So there's oh yeah, there's awards at this thing. So whether you whether uh it's paint dry or not, it's still gonna be pretty competitive. <laughs> well, and you know, and that's good. Everett's gonna I'm, go out and buy a whole set of fish and stuff and be down there for it. I'll be down I'll there, be, you know, get the fisher hat with the hooks and, and bait <laughs> on top of it and stuff, but like I took my son out like six years ago to the coast. Uh, we were we were working with one of my friends and he was like, hey, if you bring Trey, we'll go and do, you know, one of those little fishing trips. I'm like, that'll be pretty cool. My son's never fished before. You know, I mean, he was a freshman. So we're out there and we're fishing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna show him how to fish. I'm gonna show him how to catch and stuff. I didn't catch anything, and he caught like twenty fish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, beginner's luck, man. It always happens. Now, are you are you the worm guy or are you a different kind of bait kind of guy? I I will try anything. I like. I, Dad taught me how to use the worms, so you know, old school. You you know, I use those. But like out here, a bunch of my friends are like, "Hey, just go get you some ham um, and some cheese or some peanut butter, and you can catch some bass." And I'm like, "Okay, well, somehow, some way, they just get that off my hook, and I don't catch them." <laughs> <laughs> I fish a lot as well, Chris. Um, you know, I, me and my dad, we've been fishing. Well, I mean, we haven't fished for a while now, but I mean, we've been fishing quite a bit before. I mean, we caught some big ones before. And, and, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, everyone, you know, my dad once told me, you know, I'd rather be fishing than working. So I'm sure all y'all would agree with that statement. But at the end of the day, you know, you know, no matter if you catch, or anything, you know, I'd rather be out fishing than be at work is, is, is the pretty good statement there. Hey, that is the way to live life. That is I a know. smart man right there. Now, look, I, you could tell that I'm a coach because I can't fish, but I can coach you how to fish and you'll get some good fish. But let it be me. No, not doing it at all. I can look <laughs> at YouTube and I can make it work for you, but not for me. <laughs> See, that's the problem. You go to YouTube for fishing advice. <laughs> when you should just go to the lake for fishing advice. <laughs> if it was so easy, everybody would be fishing right now. See, that's what they say. That's they, true. I tell everybody they say that about every sport. If it's this, if it was easy, everybody would do it. That's why yours truly doesn't do it, except for like once every three years. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Hey, man, if, if you're a fisherman, hey, this is going to be a great event. It's happening down at the gulf um of texas down there where was where was it located again i've already forgotten yeah sea scout base in galveston yeah perfect and they're they're a pretty good they're a big partner for us down there aren't they yeah they, they've done they've yeah done a lot of stuff 
Yeah, so it's the it's actually the Sea Star base, and they've um, this is one of their first events that they're hosting for us. But they're very open and welcoming to our athletes and our community to come down there, and um, really working with us. They're providing all of the fishing equipment, and um, they're they got us the the licenses, all of that stuff. So so they're really excited about kicking this off with us. Pretty cool. Every, now you, you said that they're going to give. But, and, well, she was saying they give. Yeah, but she said they give classes, right? AJ, they're so yeah, they do have they do have classes that they do have classes that you could sign up for. Um, but for this event especially, um, they're just provide so them along with Texas Parks and Wildlife, they're going to be providing all of the equipment to our athletes. Um, and then yeah, they do have opportunities for classes. They do have uh, different ways to get involved with um, their their organization. So it's it's a neat it's a neat venue that's really open to our athletes and we're excited to be working with them on this. Yes, Sweet. C Scout C Star Base is a great place um helping SOTX. That's awesome. Now, hey, could you talk to them and say you have a staff member that needs a tutor to go around with them uh, the whole time? <laughs> Yes. Uh, well, Cody Dunn, he's the director of fishing there. He is, he is awesome. I've never been fishing before and he's, uh, he's eager to teach me. So well, <laughs> we'll see. I'll let you, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. He, he says he usually catches anything. So, uh, well, he, he would definitely be a great tutor for you. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. You know, Edward actually caught fish this weekend. Did you? Yeah. I went to the store and told my brother to toss me a bag of frozen salmon and I caught it. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking you were going to say. So <laughs> That was so, the yeah, worst joke in the it world. Was, but I'm glad know, I told it. But yeah. it's one of our jokes. They're usually yeah. horrible. <laughs> Fishing is a great, it's like golf when you need, when you need patience. Yes, you do need patience. You yes. do. And, you know, honestly, all jokes aside, when you're out there fishing, and especially with some type of event like this, um, it's so relaxing. Oh, yeah. um, and I think that's my problem is, like you said, it's an individual thing and I'm just sitting out there by myself and it's just like, wow, how long has this been? It's so quiet. There's no one around. What's going on? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Everett's not the relaxing sports kind of guy. He's the one where he needs people yelling. Yes. I got to be going nonstop. I mean, how many times have you all, the whole organization, hey, Everett, it's uh, your vacation. You do not work. You take yeah. time off. I'm like, uh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, yes. So Sea Star Base will be a great venue. Be a great venue. Yes. Most definitely. Yeah. yeah. So Sean or Tank, is there anything else uh happening kind of in the East region or anything that y'all want to bring up? I think we cover it all. So yes. So yeah, they got a lot going on. I mean, you know, granted, you know, for people like me that uh, doesn't have patience, as Sean just let me know, uh, <laughs> um, you know, but th those are all cool events that are going to happen. I mean, you know, I was uh, what a couple of couple of months ago, I was a little I was a little jelly uh, that you all out there in the region gets this awesome event for for uh the athletes out there it's so amazing and to be able to have six six of our athletes you know get that that experience um 
I mean, that's an an experience that a lot of people would just love to have. So right now, it just sounds like uh, East is just blowing it up. Big time. Big time. All over the place. Yeah, there's something I want to add. Um, what's going on uh, next uh, October 23rd? That's next next week of Saturday. Uh, I'll be doing a Special Olympics uh, Unified Soccer Trial for the Nationals for Orlando, Florida, for next year. So I'm heading to San Antonio next weekend for the tryout. They're only taking six athletes the entire state of Texas. So I'm getting ready for next week for the tryout and stuff. I wish you luck. Yes. Yes, good luck. Uh, hopefully you make the team, and if you do, go represent us in Orlando, Florida. Most oh. definitely. One more thing I'd like to add. So the eSports Fortnite tournament, we had that a couple of weeks ago. It's great. And then we have our final phone game, computer game for 2021, which is Lightwire. is a computer game that not well. And sponsor me, and it's gonna go through. It's on the SO Connected calendar for more details. And the last day to play will be through before the holiday break in December. So December seventeenth is the last day for score submissions, and it's for all regions. So, and all athletes and unify too can compete. I didn't win the Fortnite tournament, so. It wasn't it wasn't a great one for me. Well, the reason I say it's awesome because I knew you didn't win. Uh, because you <laughs> won't so, get on there. You're with so me. funny. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great one because Chris didn't win. You're so funny. And you know what else? AJ didn't win. So no, no, he did not. It's probably yeah. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But no, I mean, you know, hey, uh, Sean, how do you like the new map right now? I know that uh, Chris does not like the new map. The new map for um, which one? Fortnite. Uh, the uh, I don't play Fortnite at all, but um, it, it's okay. It's a uh, very cool map. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this is the only season I think that I'm the only person that likes Fortnite. Wow. Well, I think uh, you know we just had Steak and Stetsons out here in the North Region. Um, and I heard it was a very good event. Um, I'm just waiting to see some of the pictures that, uh, they, they have coming out and, uh, let's see what else. Waco just had their bocce tournament, uh, this weekend, uh, next weekend, um, here in the North region is, uh, area 10's softball and bocce competition. I believe the softball competition is actually a North region competition. And then, um, October 23rd, we have our bocce competition. I mean, and, you know, that's how it is all over the state. Every every region are having competitions. Uh, it seems like, you know, we were, we were sitting still, but now it's like every region has something going on every weekend so that we're, we're out there doing something and getting it ready for our, our athletes to get back to uh, competitions. Yes, ramping up competitions and ramping up everything around the entire state. Lots of things going on um, everywhere, including competitions, fundraisers, and just community events taking place. So just a lot of things happening and a lot of a lot of cool events going on, a lot of cool experiences and opportunities for our athletes going on right now throughout the entire state. So 
Yes, sir. Lots, lots of cool things. Well, if that's it, I guess thanks for jumping on and joining us for this episode of Welcome to the Revolution. We hope to catch you for the next. Remember to stay so active and let's all stay so connected. And believe in yourself. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution. <laughs> <laughs>